This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Alice Dempster. It's Monday the 1st of May. In your Squiz today, pre-budget announcements from the government, Ukraine prepares for a counter-offensive, the true cost of menopause, and audience participation at the King's coronation. This is your Squiz Today. We're about a week out from the federal budget, and the usual pageantry of these events is that we actually see a lot of spending announcements in the weeks before the official budget speech. Now, we've had sport and defence announcements already, as well as some talk about the NDIS. Yeah, that's right. Tasmania is getting a new footy stadium and that likely means that it will also get its own AFL team. We mentioned that last week. And we also talked about the Australian Defence Strategic Review that will guide some new military spending. And you also mentioned the NDIS, Alex. Mm. That's, of course, the National Disability Insurance Scheme. Last week, we heard about $720 million of new funding that will help the agency which runs the NDIS hire more staff and improve its systems. But the really interesting thing about this spending is that it's actually aiming for a long-term reduction in NDIS costs. That matters because the NDIS is becoming one of the biggest pressures on the federal budget overall. Right, exactly. The federal government is spending a little bit now to save a lot in the future, or at least that's the idea. Mm. And to give a little backstory on this, when the NDIS was first set up 10 years ago, the projection was that the spending on the NDIS would grow around 4% per year. Now, though, that cost is actually growing at around 14% annually. Yeah, that's right. And the federal government wants to rein that in to about 8% per year. Some advocates in the disability sector have been really surprised by that. They say it's a way for the government to spend less on the NDIS. And that's something that the government would probably agree with. They project that if they can keep the NDIS growth rate to 8%, it will likely save $50 billion over the next decade. We're expecting more pre-budget news throughout the week, particularly around housing. Anglicare released a report last week saying that just 1% of rental properties advertised would be affordable to a minimum wage worker. And we know that housing affordability has been a big priority area for the Albanese government. The war in Ukraine looks to be ramping up, Alice. We've seen attacks behind the front lines in both Russia and Ukraine over the past few days. Yeah, over the weekend, an oil reserve in the Russian-controlled city of Sevastopol caught alight after a drone attack. You can probably imagine it was a huge blaze and it actually covered a thousand square metres before it was extinguished. Mm. Nobody was killed, but reports say the fire destroyed oil tanks that were meant to be used by Russia's navy. Now, Russia obviously blamed Ukraine for the attack, but one Ukrainian military officer refused to claim responsibility. He called the attack God's punishment, that was his quote, for a Russian strike on Friday that killed 23 civilians in their apartment buildings. These skirmishes are happening as signs point towards the big Ukrainian spring counteroffensive that we've been hearing about for a while. 
Satellite images show both sides relocating military equipment in preparation for Ukraine's attack, which I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot about in the coming weeks. The Northern Territory Police Commissioner Jamie Chalker has announced his retirement after an employment dispute with the NT government ended in a confidential settlement yesterday. Yeah, so to explain some context to this, this story goes back about a month when the NT Chief Minister Natasha Files reportedly sent a letter to Chalker asking him to resign. He was accused of making an unauthorised request for federal government support to end the recent crime wave in Alice Springs, but reports say that that is untrue. Chalker still had six months left on his contract, so he was gearing up to dispute his removal in court, but that settlement yesterday between him and the NT government means that they'll avoid those court proceedings. And while we're on court news, just a quick update on a story that was in the Friday Squiz. Bruce Lerman, the man accused of raping a colleague in Parliament House, an accusation that he has always denied, Lerman has been granted leave to sue two media outlets for defamation on their reporting of those allegations. The defamation trial is expected to be in court in November. A big study in the US has been looking at the cost of menopause. And when we say the cost of menopause, we mean the actual financial cost. Yeah, and I think it's fair to say that it's a pretty massive cost, Alex. Mm. The study found that for American women, the cost of hot flashes and interrupted sleep tallies up to 1.8 billion US dollars in lost work days and around 25 billion dollars in medical costs each year. The lead author of the study said that of the 5,000 or so women who were surveyed, around 13% had an adverse work outcome related to their menopause symptoms, and 11% had missed work because of their symptoms. Dr. Stephanie Falbion is the name of that study's lead author, and she says that, quote, employees need to create and implement workplace strategies and policies to help women navigate this universal life transition. Alice, it's less than a week till England's big day, the coronation of (laughs) King Charles III, and we have got some more details about the ceremony. Yeah, the main one being that King Charles wants common people to take part in the ceremony, Alex. He wants the crowd to swear allegiance to him in unison in what the (laughs) organisers say will be a chorus of millions. I've got the exact words here that people will be invited to say. I swear that I will pay true allegiance to your majesty and to your heirs and successors according to law. So help me God. So help us indeed. The coronation (laughs) is going to be big news. And if you want an inside look at all the pageantry, then it's the topic of this week's Squeeze Shortcut. So subscribe to Squeeze Shortcuts if you aren't already, and it'll be in your feed on Thursday. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit for member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy to understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. Alice, we were talking before about rental prices becoming unaffordable, but there's been a different kind of rental crisis in Germany, (laughs) a much more specific and weirder crisis. (laughs) That's right. A landlord was apparently sunbathing nude in the courtyard Mm. of a Frankfurt apartment block and 
Some of his building tenants work for a human resources firm, so they know their (laughs) rights, Alex, and they stopped paying rent in protest. But unfortunately for them, a court's decided that they'll still need to pay their full rent, even despite the landlord's full mooning. (laughs) Oh, dear. I have heard some bad landlord stories, but that one, that's pretty bad. (laughs) Takes the cake. Squiz the day, Alice. It's a public holiday in Queensland and in the Northern Territory as well, the lucky buggers. Yeah, I'm not jealous at all. (laughs) Here in Adelaide, school's back. Term two starts today. That's all for today. Have a great Monday and we'll be back again tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.